We plant corn in Iowa, spray soybeans in Illinois. We pull calves in Kansas, farrow hogs in Minnesota. We raise rice in Arkansas, rye in Canada, and wheat everywhere in between. We farm millions of acres across North America and build every piece of Case IH equipment. Built by farmers, for farmers. Case IH, rethink productivity. Hey folks, Machinery Pete here. I want to thank you for spending some time with us again. This is uh, episode number four of our Machine Repeat podcast, and we try and bring you a variety of topics and guests all across the ag spectrum here. Hopefully we can learn something and uh, have a good time with the conversation. Now, of course, currently a very challenging time in ag. We've been going on a, quite a number of years here with lower commodity prices and a lot of headwinds right now, but of course, the more varied uses we can find for our commodities corn, beans, and everything down the line. The more uses, of course, uh, the better. That, that helps us all in agriculture. And we got a really interesting story today about a Minnesota company I stumbled into last year, Gray Duck Spirits. Now, what the folks are doing, they're making kind of a premium vodka from corn grown by uh, farmers out in west central Minnesota near where I grew up. And talked to a couple of the investors in the company now, one of the investors, I think you probably know if you're a, if you're a football fan here in the Midwest, uh, it's Chad Greenway, recently retired from my Minnesota Vikings, my favorite team. Of course, if you maybe heard me on AgriTalk Radio, Chip Flory's always teasing me about our Vikings. We've never won the Super Bowl. We just want that happen to want that happen once before I die, and I'm ever optimistic. But uh, anyway, Chad was a beloved uh, member of the Vikings. First-round draft choice out of the University of Iowa. Like I say, retired a couple years ago. Played in a couple Pro Bowls. And there's just nobody in Minnesota who doesn't like Chad Greenway. He's so respected. And interesting, he was a a small-town farm boy. So on the podcast today, great fun to talk to Chad about growing up on the farm in Mount Vernon, South Dakota, what that was like. Then going to the University of Iowa. And how he got involved with Gray Duck. And again, telling the story about their explosive growth, they are really taking off here. And again, I'm, I was intrigued by the angle of, you know, as farmers, farm country here, our product going in to produce this new premium uh, spirit. And at the end of the podcast, we have one more special guest. Uh, one of the farmers out there in West Central Minnesota whose corn is being used to make Grey Duck Vodka is Zach Johnson. Now, of course, we know Zach as the Minnesota Millennial Farmer. Zach has exploded on the scene here. He's got over 300,000 YouTube followers. So it was great fun to visit with Zach about his involvement and what people out there in western Minnesota think of Grey Duck and its prospects. So let's uh, let's get the story rolling. Well, folks, I want to welcome a very special guest to our Machinery Pete podcast, Chad Greenway. Um Chad, welcome to the podcast. Um, I got to tell you, I've been a huge Minnesota Vikings fan since I was about knee-high to a grasshopper back in 1970. I barely remember the first Super Bowl, but uh, watched you play all those, what, 11 years for the Vikes, Chad? 
Uh, that's right. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, great to be on here, and uh, yeah, eleven years in, in uh, Vikings purple. Yep. Yeah, and I've seen now that you're involved with uh, Great Duck Spirits here, a great uh, locally owned Minnesota company doing some really uh, interesting things, making a vodka out of 100% Minnesota grown corn. Uh, why don't you tell us how you got involved with uh, Great Duck Spirits, Chad? Yeah, so uh, obviously after I finished my 11-year career, uh, I'm kind of looking for that next phase of life, and I got approached by by three gentlemen who came up with the concept of Great Duck Vodka. Uh, they had the product, uh, they had the labeling, they had the bottle, but they wanted a vehicle um, and somebody that could really help them get it to market. So uh, I was one of the original investors and partners in the, in the, uh, the product, um, so I got on board right away uh, before we launched last August. And uh, they approached me and just, it just um, you know, it seemed to be a really great concept. Uh, I loved our ability to support agriculture and farm um, in Minnesota and really the upper Midwest, uh, having grown up on a farm in, in Malvern in South Dakota. So it really kind of harkened back to my roots and, and what really made things important to me. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's been a great relationship over the last year. It's, we're having our, our, our one-year anniversary next week. Uh, we've done some great things. Yeah, well, hats off to how fast uh, and, and the, the swift development with, with Grey Dog Vodka. Everywhere I go... Uh, around the Midwest, I, I I hear it, I see it, I see it in stores, and I hear people talking about it. So now, Chad, you retired from the Vikings after the 2016 season. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So 2016 was my last football season. Um, retired in March of 2017 uh, officially. Uh, so this would be my third football season out of the NFL. Okay. Well, pretty good timing then to shift right into the right into the spirit business and. Uh, intrigued by your, your background, like you say, you grew up on a family farm, Chad, uh, Mount Vernon, South Dakota. Why don't, why don't you tell us about Mount Vernon and the family farm growing up? Yeah, so uh, you know, Mount Vernon, a population of about 400 people. Uh, I graduated with 26 kids in my class, so definitely a small town kid. Uh, grew up about six miles out into the country from Mount Vernon, so essentially the middle of nowhere, as a lot of people listening can, can appreciate. Um, you know, so grew up like a lot of kids on the farm, you know, fixing fence, moving cows, working pigs. Um, you know, throwing a lot of calves, doing all sorts of fun stuff. Um, we raised corn and soybeans, uh, some winter wheat once in a while. Um, had uh, we, we capped out about 150 head at the time, um, and now and then we also ran a confinement barn. So we, we started with dry lot hogs and worked our way into you know kind of sows and pigs, piglets, and then we worked our way into a, a finishing unit uh, through my high school years that uh, was just sold here about four or five years ago um, when my dad passed. So. A lot of experience in the farm, uh, doing pretty much every job possible, and wow. and um, and led me to a great career in football, and taught me a lot of lessons about life and football. You know, growing up out there. And did I read Chad Mount Vernon? Your uh, was Mount Vernon High School. Was that the name of the school? That's correct. Yeah. And did you guys win uh, two state titles your junior and senior year when you're playing football there? Did I catch that right? <clears throat> That's right. Yeah. Good research. Yeah, we are coming up on i want to say the 20 year anniversary of our first state title uh which just you know you think about how how time moves on and man does it go quick um mm -hmm. 20 year anniversary of that and we uh we had back-to-back -back titles and that really gave me an opportunity you know our team success coming from a small town really put me on the, the map with with the university of iowa which is where i ended up going to college right. um you know by winning those titles so fun fun story and you, uh, you know you played other sports growing up your basketball track baseball in mount vernon yeah, that's right. You, know, you come from the era of kind of playing everything, you know, especially a small town. It was kind of one sport to the next. And, you know, that, this day and age, kids are moving further and further away from that. Slowly, it seems like, uh, my own kids included. Um, but, yeah, so I grew up playing them all. Basketball is my first love. I was probably the best at, 
at track, oh. uh, and then football, football was my best opportunity. So, um, just a lot of great opportunities, a lot of great friends, a lot of great memories. Um, and just growing up in that support system of a small town is just so unique and fun. And where, now where is Mount Vernon in South Dakota? Uh, well, think about, well, if you've been to the world's only corn palace in Mitchell, of course. uh, you go about 12 miles and, and Dakota Fest, for those of you who are Dakota Fest goers, um, uh, is also in Mitchell. Um, we're about 12 miles west of that. We're the next town on I-90 if you head west towards uh, the Black Hills uh, or the mighty Missouri. That's that's where we're at, just north of the highway there. Gotcha. What what kind of tractors did you have on the farm growing up, Chad? Oh, it's funny. You know, my, my, my one grandfather was a, was a 6'5 Republican who drove only red, and um, my other grandfather was about a 5'4 Democrat who only, dro- who only drove green. So <laughs> my parents came out sort of this uh, – my, and my parents in, in true – just drove the cheapest thing they could find so gotcha. um so they, we had a kind of a mix a blend um always finding the best deal which is you know you know as, as you as you go in the budgeting world of farmers is uh just find the best option right i hear you now i gotta tell you chad last saturday i was over where i was filming uh for our youtube channel an auction uh farm auction in bingham lake minnesota and yep. at a john deere 4640 sell for a record price but was standing there and three guys came up and started visiting with them they were telling me what they were looking for but turns out they're from mount vernon so i got to pass nice. along uh greetings from uh, andy espadal and daryl espadal oh, yeah. and i yes. think and their son lance 14 sharp young guy yeah uh, you know so that'd be uh, yeah that'd be andy's son uh so the, the espadals grew up about um andy grew up probably two miles west of us okay. um, on the same gravel same the, the same gravel road i grew up on um he grew up on so i know the espadals really well um and yeah bingham lake i'm familiar with bingham lake as well so i'm i'm i'm, I'm right in your alley there yeah there you go well uh and again exciting stuff with the with great, I got to ask you about the name, Chad. Because a couple of years ago, I can't remember if it was a year after you retired, uh, 2017, when the when the Vikes got one game from the Super Bowl loss to the Eagles. But during the season, when the touchdown celebrations were let loose by the NFL, and yep. they they did the uh, the duck duck great, which up here we call it duck duck gray duck. That's right. And then nationally, it, I think ESPN or something, their top plays of the day, they were poking fun at us for duck duck. Yeah, Great yeah. So it was actually one of my original, the originating partners um, when they came up with the idea. It actually was because when Kyle Rudolph uh, and the Vikings did that touchdown celebration in Chicago, it actually kind of that controversy that was kind of erupted for that next week uh, around the country about this uh, duck duck gray duck thing in Minnesota and how unique we were. That's really what sparked the name and really the interest in the name and the concept and how Minnesotans got so behind it. We're so passionate right. about. Us being Duck Duck Gray Duck, and just really what that meant to us Minnesotans and how right. passionate we were about it, and that's actually where the brand came from. So, Very cool. um, fun, funny story that all kind of relates back to football and, and bringing me in, and, and now you know a year, a year later, the success you've had has been really fun to see. Well, Chad, as you go around and, and talk about uh, you know uh, Gray Duck uh, vodka, what what kind of feedback you're getting from rural folks about this new product? Uh, I imagine quite a bit well, of ownership. Yeah, you know, the, the nice part is for us, and the biggest thing for me was we're supporting the agriculture in the Midwest. Obviously, we, we buy our, we make our, our product up in Benson, Minnesota, which is kind of west-central Minnesota. For those who aren't familiar, uh, sort of St. Cloud and, and head west and a little bit north. Um, and we, we are, uh, and we we really hearken back to who is bringing the corn into that co-op and who is bringing it into that um, area and, and really going back to thankful, thankful for their support, thankful to support the farmers, 
Um, if you're familiar with uh, Minnesota millennial farmer, Zach Johnson, right. Um, he actually is one of the farmers that brings his corn into feedback. So, nice. uh, we're proud to make a product that is truly Minnesotan, uh, through and through. And, uh, I think in a lot of ways we're supporting local, we're supporting, we're supporting Minnesotans, uh, we're supporting CMAC, we're supporting the area, we're supporting farmers. And, and that's what really is, is made us passionate about it. And me personally, just with the farming background. Um, and obviously for us to be able to provide a great product, uh, to the country, um, and really, and really show what Minnesota can do and what we have. And I, and I think that's really fun for us. Well, that's awesome, Chad. And by the way, you get a million bonus points for the Benson reference, because that's, that's where I grew up. I graduated in 1984 out there. So, uh, finding more uses for our, for our, for our corn, uh, boy, that's obviously very needed right now, but uh, super cool what you guys are doing, Chad. Now, folks, your website is at grayduckspirits.com? It is, yeah. So, you know, we love folks if you're out there listening. Um, you know, grayduckspirits.com is, is a great resource to show what we're doing. Uh, we have a, an in, uh, interactive map that we update weekly to for locations of where you can find your, our product uh, near you. Uh, we're in four states right now, Minnesota, the Dakotas, uh, and Iowa, and we're, we're going to be expanding again here uh, in the next uh, few months. A few more states, um, so greatexperience.com, but also all of the social media these days. You know, it's it's nice to go on our Instagram um, and our, and like our Facebook page. So if you do that, become a follower of ours. You'll be tr- kind of tracking along with what kind of products we're bringing out, what we're doing, uh, where we're at, where we're doing signs, maybe near you to come get some signed bottles. Um, but also the nice part is that we do a ton of promotions and giveaways. So you'll start seeing a bunch of uh, like Vikings tickets, Twins tickets, uh, signed bottles by just following us and simply. Um, following our social media feed. So a uh, fun opportunity for listeners out there to kind of get involved with what we're doing and kind of track how we're doing. Well, that's great stuff, Chad. Again, thanks for what you're doing, uh, growing this product and helping, giving back to the ag community and yeah, creating a great Minnesota product. Very exciting. Now, before I let you go, Chad, I got I to gotta ask you uh, a quick prediction for the Minnesota Vikings season and the Iowa Hawkeyes. We have tons of fans out there, both. And, and I just want once in my life, before I drop, we got to have the purple bring home the Lombardi trophy. I think the boys are going to do this year. You know what? The boys are looking good. I was over there the other day, and everybody's so so confident in what we have is just a roster. So on paper, I think, you know, we're in that mix. We're in that, we're in that top five, six teams that could win it this year. It's all about, and in, in, in the NFL is just attrition. Can we stay healthy? Right. right? Can the guys perform? And I, and I really believe this team has a great, great shot. You know, we're so close the year before. We lose to Philly. We kind of take a step back last year. Uh, we find ourselves a new quarterback and, and new system. Um, I think bringing Gary Kubiak in to help run the offense is going to be really, really important for our team uh, and offense. And we need our defense to be our defense. And I think if we do that, we'll be just fine. I, I like us going uh, 12 and 4 this year. I, like um, it. I think we're going to have a great team. Uh, my Hawkeyes, now my Hawkeyes, I appreciate those Iowa listeners out there, Hawkeye fans. Um, Law of the Hawks, we're going to be able to be down there for a few events. We're actually going to host a tailgate, a great up tailgate. Um, at, in Iowa City this Labor Day weekend, the game, the first opener, um, we're celebrating our, one of our Big Ten titles that I was able to win when I was there. So nice. if you follow us, a game on social media, you'll, win, you'll be able to win opportunities to come into our, our Grey Duck tailgate, have some free Grey Duck drinks uh, down there in Iowa City. And then we're actually going to do the Iowa-Iowa State game as well, uh, working with High V and Cyclone Liquors to uh, have a have a pop-up tent and a, and a tailgate at the Iowa-Iowa State game in Ames. So a couple fun opportunities. But I think my Hawkeyes, I, I'm, I'm proud of them. I'm happy for them. But, man, I hated seeing all those guys go to the NFL. Um, we got to replenish some shelves. The tight end position right. um, is going to be a lot of new guys. But 
Um, a senior quarterback, a great old line, an always solid defense. Uh, I see us going nine and three this year. Uh, just my hunch, um, but always a solid Kirk Ferentz led team for sure. Well, that's great stuff, Chad. And again, uh, check that out, folks. Uh, the opportunities to connect down at the first Iowa football game and the Iowa Iowa State game. And now, what is that? Is the trophy called the Cyhawk? Is that what that's called, Chad? That is the Cyhawk series. Yeah, the Cyhawk trophy is a big one in Iowa in the state of Iowa. Um, so yeah, get out and see that one. But yeah, follow us at, uh, at Grey Duck Vodka on, on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, uh, and then go to GreyDuckSpirits.com and you can learn a lot more about what we're doing. And and maybe the farmers out there that are producers uh, get out and kind of see where we pull our corn from, you know, where we make our stuff. And and I really think in the rural community you'll you'll kind of find that, that we are a, a, a company that's truly supporting ag and truly supporting local and and so proud to be a part of something like that. Well, I love it, Chad. Hats off to what you're doing, and, and best of luck growing uh, Grey Duck Spirits, and thank you for uh, sharing some time today. You bet. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me on. All right, folks, our next guest here on the Machine Repeat podcast on the telling the story of Grey Duck Vodka and Grey Duck Spirits is Jamie Cannell, one of the partners and owners uh, of Grey Duck Spirits here. Uh, Jamie, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for the invite, Greg. Appreciate it. Good to talk to you again. Now, we got to tell a story, Jamie, how, how we got connected. Actually, how my eyes were first opened at Grey Duck. You and I were playing in a golf tournament last summer out in southwest Minnesota. You played very well. I played terrible. But, uh, <laughs> Such as golf. <laughs> you got a good game. But about the third or fourth hole, you know, we're walking along. It's like, hey, Jamie, what do you do? And you told me, and I about tipped over. Uh Making yeah. this Minnesota sourced vodka, I was just so intrigued. Uh, uh, give us the background on Grey Duck again. The when it officially got started and how you got involved. Well, we're actually coming up on our one-year anniversary, Greg. Uh, it was August of last year. Uh, you know, we began working on the project prior to that with trademark work and uh, finding the good distillation process and all that stuff. Um, but we were literally, it was, it's a fun story because it's literally a cocktail napkin idea. Um, and one of our partners, Jerry Schultz, is, is not originally from here. He was an, an implant, but uh, he spent enough time here now. We accept him. Uh, he saw he saw the Kyle Rudolph touchdown a couple years back and said, you know, what, when they did the uh, duck, duck, gray duck in the end zone. Right. And then when they interviewed Rudolph and he called it goose and the whole state just fell on him. <laughs> so. So Jerry's sitting outside the circle going, what is this all about? And I said, well, this is how we do it here. So um, he literally said, well, we got we should run with this. This is obviously a thing. Um, and that's when we started. Very and cool. And here we are a year from now, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it was like karma. I think, Kyle, I think Kyle's a Cincinnati boy, isn't he, or something? Yeah. I love Cincinnati. I have a daughter that lives there, but it's like, Kyle, it's duck, duck, gray duck. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then uh, – you know, through this whole process and getting to talking with Chad, um, it, you know, we look further into this. And, right. you know, the fans at Target Field just named the new mascot this year, and it's Gracie Grayduck. That's oh. the one that's running around the inner, the, the infield. Okay. Um, Caribou Coffee has Grayduck on their, on their sleeves. Uh, the St. Saint Paul Saints two years ago let the fans vote for a day on who they should be, and they, call, they called it the, the Grayducks for a day. So that's who we are. Just, yeah, exactly. Very cool. Now, on the vodka uh, end of things here, Jamie, so, again, you and your partners, were had you been thinking about the idea of making, you know, a Minnesota-made vodka here for a while, or how did that, where did that idea come from? No, that was kind of spawned in the same, the same day, but okay. um, just the more we talked about it, we realized how strong the farming is 
in mm-hmm. the Midwest, and, right. and we have something to show. I mean, we absolutely have something. Um, and there's a company out of Texas that's done a great job advertising their corn and gluten-free. And mm-hmm. we obviously thought, well, we can we can do that here. People take pride in what's happening here. And if we could come up with a good product and a good process, I think people are going to stand behind it. Right. Well, um, I was intrigued. Actually, talking with Chad, I, I should have known the connection. But actually, the Gray Duck is, is kind of produced out in Benson, Minnesota, my hometown. And you grew up just yes. down the road in Morris. Or is that right, Jamie? That's right. I was born there, lived for a couple of years. So, um, yeah, pretty neat. Yeah. Well, I knew when back in Benson I'm, years ago when they there was a vodka being produced at the time. I think it was called Shakers. Um, That's right. And it was fascinating when it came out. I forget. Do you know how many years ago that was? I'm. Uh, I want to oh, say like ten or something. But um, yeah. Like I told you when we played golf last year, and you told me about Grey Duck, I, I knew immediately that that in West Central Minnesota the the intense connection the rural folks had to this locally sourced and produced high-end vodka. And I don't know what happened with Shakers if the, you know, ownership got sold or whatever stuff happens right. in business. But so when you told me what you guys are doing, I thought, boy, a lot of times it's if you come along second and do things a little, you know, execute on the business end better, things can really take off. So are you guys getting that same response from people across Minnesota, Dakotas, Iowa, where you have big distribution buy-in from the rural folks about this vodka you're making out of Minnesota corn? Absolutely. I mean, you know, and where we do this in Benson, CBEC, they do a great job. They have some, um, you know, some high regulations and whatnot right. for, uh, you know, you have to do certain things in order for your corn to be processed there. Yep. Uh, so they do, they got over 900 family farms that bring it all in there. And then distillation is one branch that they do. Um, and we made some small changes and updates to the distillation process using a five column distillation um, and then running it through carbon filters so you literally you don't distill it over and over and over you leave some of the personality mm. of the corn in this that, that's the beauty of it putting it through the five column distillation one time and then through the carbon filters taking out the impurities you actually get a taste of the midwest corn but the beautiful part is the back end is clean and it's smooth you know how, how would you describe the the taste, Jamie, to people that haven't tried Grey Duck yet. I th- so from the from the different events we've done and the, the sommeliers that give us the feedback, it it has a touch of sweet up front, and then the back end is very clean and very smooth. Okay, and I is, I saw on your website, boy, you guys are in in boy one year anniversary here, but you're racking up some awards around the country for for your for the quality of Grey Duck, aren't you? Indeed, indeed, and it, you know, out of the gate. It was everybody, friends telling their friends, hey, this is good stuff. you got to try it. And he said, well, this mm-hmm. is good. we got to get it out there into the competitions and see if it has any legs and, and go to the, the competitions where they actually grade this. And uh, three for three, we've gotten gold medals. It hasn't scored less than 90 points. Uh, the feedback is incredible. Uh, we've, we've done one in New York, one in Denver, and one in uh, California across country, and, and the feedback's awesome. We even have a double gold for the design. For the for the label and the logo and everything, yeah. Oh, it's very cool. And folks, uh, again, go to Gray Duck's website, which Jamie, it's GreyDuckSpirits.com. Yep, Gray Duck Spirits and GreyDuckVodka.com. Yeah, you can check out uh, what Jamie's talking about the cool design of the bottle and and uh, Jamie, you did send me a bottle and uh, <laughs> it's fantastic. 
so I can attest. <laughs> you, you've got a great, great product there. And, uh, boy, a lot of momentum in just one year's time. Did you guys think it could take off this quickly? Well, we – no, I mean, it, and it, and Chad's been a big part of that. You know, he's sure. – um, ever since he's finished – football i don't know if he's busier now or then um right you know he's a busy guy at home too but uh his reputation precedes him and and anything he stands behind normally does well and um it's fun to watch him interact with everybody everybody loves him and he takes the time with everybody um and to his credit he vetted out the process and benson and and us and everything behind it before he uh jumped in and uh and you could see now he's having fun with it too right well chad yeah, I mean, watching him as a Viking fan here uh, for 11 years he played, and, of course, we knew of him down at the University of Iowa. He's fantastic. Small-town South Dakota boy. I mean, he's a, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's it. Farm kid, knows how to work, uh, good values, nice family. So, yeah, your guys' association with Chad uh, was a great product with a great guy there. That's a perfect match. Yeah, and there, and there are certain things we can do. Um, for example, the Summer Jam, that was their kind of their first year, here and we were able to sell um, some tickets for that event where we were also to raise able to raise over twenty thousand dollars for the masonic children's hospitals through that wow. effort so wow uh fantastic people got to see music and then we're also giving money to a good cause and that that's what chad brings to the table able to to do those types of things well that's great for a business uh yeah with the with the egg background and giving back like that that's fantastic now jamie as you guys your rapid growth with gray duck vodka here i, I saw on your website and chad referenced it you have an interactive map there where you show all the places you can buy gray duck, and that's expanding super fast. What's that process yeah. like trying to get into restaurants and bars and you know and introduce you know businesses sure. that haven't that don't know gray duck? How's that process been going? Sure, sure. No, it's a it, to be honest, out of the gate, it's a it's a huge snowball to get moving. Um, no one's heard of you, and why should I try this? And, and to be honest, there, there's a lot of vodkas out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've we've been able to position ourselves uniquely in several different ways um, where people are able to attach to it. If, if you've watched football before, uh, you know Chad. Yep. Um, if you've lived in the five-state area, you've at least heard of Duck Duck Gray Duck yep. or Duck Duck Goose. And uh, it's funny, it, like we, we joke <laughs> about it, tears families apart. You know, we don't <laughs> talk about it at Christmas, but uh, either way, you've heard about it. And then and then the last part, you know, sourcing it locally, people are really taking a. a you know, a position in that. And then the fact that it's a, a corn-based vodka and it's gluten-free, uh, we're including everybody. So there's several different ways that people are attaching to it. And I think that's given it legs initially into the retail locations of liquor stores. Um, and now people have gotten comfortable with it. Uh, you've seen some of the accolades come through and the, uh, the restaurants and the, the golf courses too are starting to, to jump in. Oh, that's great. Great to see you guys with that momentum there. And and from your experience the past year, what you've been hearing out there, Jamie, has the, the rural, uh, the corn, Minnesota, local, has that really resonated? Are you feeling that out there? Absolutely. I mean, obviously, you know, with family ties into Morris, and um, we do, you know, I have a lot of friends from Iowa, South Dakota, Laverne, Worthington, Minnesota. Uh, the feedback is awesome. They're, they're happy to support it. And then... Um, we were actually at the Minnesota Twins game versus the Yankee series, and even within the city limits in Minneapolis, too, they're saying, oh, this is cool. You know, you guys are supporting Midwest Farms. Um, we're absolutely behind this. So so both sides of the coin are, are getting behind it. Yeah, well, and perfect timing, too, unfortunately, with all the 
struggles in the wider ag community with trade issues and stuff. We need more uses for our product. And here along come you guys and making a high-end vodka that people, you know, in in ag and outside can enjoy and help out our farmers. That's that's kind of perfect, actually. Absolutely. Yep. Completely agree. Now, what? Uh, how about upcoming? Do you guys have upcoming events around that people? Uh, Chad mentioned a couple of the tailgating events coming up. You'll be at with the University of Iowa football games. Anything else with Gray Duck outreach to the community that you know people might be interested in at this point, Jamie? Sure, sure. Yep, we'll be doing those things, and then um, we don't have a date set yet, but um, we've done a few signings with Chad. Nice. Uh, there's one one part of the state we haven't hit the southeastern part of the state. Uh, probably near the Rochester area. They're um, coming down my way. Let me know when you'll indeed, be here. We'll, we'll get the indeed. word out, buddy. Awesome. You got it. We're lining up a few locations, and, uh, of course, the dates are to be determined. But if you if you follow our social media, you will not miss it. We will put it out there. And what is the, the Grey Duck? Uh, it's just, is it Grey Duck Spirits? Um, at, is that your Twitter handle? or? It, it's at Grey Duck Vodka, G-R-A-Y. Okay, and they can find you on Facebook, too? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yep, we have a YouTube channel. So yep. There you go. What's on your YouTube channel? What do you got out there? Well, a couple of our videos out of the gate. We've done uh, a few commercials uh, when we launched into North Dakota and South Dakota. So we had okay. Chad, Chad with some pretty pretty funny commercials. Good stuff. And again, your website for Grey Duck uh, Vodka. Give us that again, Jamie. Yep, greyduckvodka.com or greyduckspirits.com. Okay. Well, Jamie, really appreciate you filling us in here uh, on the growth of Grey Duck. Very exciting stuff. And again, hats off to what you and your partners have created here uh, with Chad. And uh, I foresee big things ahead for you guys. And um, again, thanks for sharing your time today. Well, I appreciate you having us on. Thank you. Well, we now want to welcome to the podcast a Minnesota farmer from West Central Minnesota whose corn is uh, being used in the making of Great Duck Vodka. And folks, I think you know this particular farmer. This is Zach Johnson, the Minnesota Millennial Farmer. Uh, Zach, thanks for thanks for being on the on the show. You bet. Thanks for having me on, Greg. And I gotta start off, Zach, and just first off tell you a, a humongous thank you from the farm community and beyond for what, what you've built there with your Minnesota Millennial Farmer brand. Boy, just incredible. I I, I looked this morning, you're up over 305,000 YouTube subscribers and, what, 51 million views or something? Just incredible. Yeah, it's been really crazy. I mean, from the time I started it a little over three years ago, I mean, I didn't know that it was even uh, an option to be where I'm at with it now, and I still don't really know what I'm doing. Um, I'm just, you know, making videos and trying to connect with people and show them what it is we do on the farms and talk to them about who we are and what we do. Well, it's really working. Again, hats off to you. Very much needed, and you're, you're making that connection between rural and urban. And, um, man, uh, could you have dreamed it would have taken off like this? Never. No. I, I, You know, when I started, I guess it, it really was, honestly, just this hobby thing that I was going to do, make a video with my cell phone every once in a while, and that's how I started. And, and then it just kind of it continued to snowball and snowball into the monster we created now and and now we're we're in the thick of it and learning every day as far as what maybe we should do what maybe we shouldn't do and i guess just going with the flow right now right well did i see you're up like over 90,000 uh, instagram followers as well we're close to that i don't know the exact number without looking but i know that it's right around there at the moment yeah okay so if anyone wants to find you out there on social media um, just type in Minnesota Millennial Farmer. Your info will come up, I imagine. 
Yeah, I even yeah, if you just type in millennial farmer, as long as you spell millennial correct, I'll pop up. <laughs> gotcha. All right, now Zach, your farm, you're out in West Central Minnesota. You're kind of by Lowry, Kensington area. Yeah, we're we are just uh, west of Lowry, a few miles, kind of out in the boondocks out here. Out in God's country. The God's country. I, well, Lowry, yeah. that's an awesome area up there. I, I grew up just down in Benson, so know it well. But uh, how are crops looking out that way? Now it's it's second week of August when we're talking here, but how are things looking out there? I, I think really uh, we had a tough spring like a lot of guys did, but mm-hmm. not nearly as tough as, as a lot of guys had. So if you go west of us or south of us 40 miles in one of those directions, you're going to find a lot tougher ground, places where guys didn't get a decent amount of their crops in um i've been telling guys that around us it seems like eight or nine out of ten guys have some prevent plant acres Mm. but it's it's mostly that 30 40 50 acres it isn't like if you go west and south of us there's guys with hundreds of acres that that didn't get planted right well now zach how long have you been working with with uh, chippewa valley ethanol company in benson my hometown there We've been selling them corn for probably six to eight years. So we've been we've been kind of, uh, you know, we've been busy selling them a lot of our corn over several years. So we've kind of gotten to know them pretty well. Okay. And what's been the hubbub here as, as Grey Duck Vodka, you know, is being produced in Benson, as word has spread about this new venture? What What's the vibe you're picking up out there in West Central Minnesota? I think most guys are pretty excited about it, guys that, that work with the ethanol plant and are involved with them at all and have seen, you know, what it can bring to the plant as far as the diversification that they've been in. Um, I think it's a it's a great thing for them to be getting into something that, that is beyond just, you know, making the ethanol for fuel. Um, they, they've got different products and different avenues to go down. The, the gray duck thing, I think, is huge for them. So I think the diversification of that plant is one of the things that really sets it apart. And I think people are proud to have that in the community. Well, just like, you know, what you're doing out there, Zach, I guess folks in West Central Minnesota, where I grew up, a lot of innovation and uh, willing to look at things differently. And yeah, like you say, I mean, uh, more uses for our, for our crops at bottom line, that's just a good thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's no downfall to finding more uses for our products, you know? Right. Now, I understand, I was talking to Chad Greenway a bit there, uh, and did he actually come out to the farm with you, Zach? He did. Just, what was that like? Uh, it was it was great. Yeah, he came out last fall, and um, we, we actually uh, went out and harvested some corn, and I gave him a little tour of the farm. And, you know, Chad is a farm boy himself, so he comes off the farm in South Dakota. Right. Uh, he's still still active out there with his mom, so he knew just what he was looking at. He... Uh, he jumped right in. He didn't have any issues. He 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 pretty well knew what was going on, and we had a lot of fun hanging out with him that day. Well, that's great. Zach, I appreciate you telling us about your involvement and uh, other farmers out there in west central Minnesota creating this new product, uh, Grey Duck Vodka. Now, Zach, you've got a lot going on. What uh, Do you have any new things happening with your business, uh, Millennial Farmer? Well, yeah, we, we kind of always have something going on right now. What we're working on is actually our, our new podcast, which will be a little bit different than the one I've been involved in. Um, I've been on the Fieldwork podcast with Minnesota Public Radio mm-hmm. and will continue to be on that podcast with them. Okay. Um, we're going to start recording season two with them this fall, um, but I'll actually be starting my own podcast actually right out of my basement uh, and kind of doing my own thing. Nice. We'll, we'll have some different topics on there, some different people, and uh, – I don't know, you know, it just kind of, uh, I just decided I want to jump in and kind of just do all my own thing and, and see where it goes. And 
the people at Minnesota Public Radio said they didn't have an issue with that. So uh, we'll actually be starting up a second podcast here pretty soon. Well, that's exciting, Zach. And again, thank you for what you're doing for agriculture, uh, you know, people across the U.S. and beyond. We love what you're doing. Hats off to you. And now what is your website, again, for people uh, to get more information on all the great things you're doing? It's uh, mnmillennialfarmer.com. If you go to Google and you type in Millennial Farmer, I believe you should be able to find it. All right. Great stuff, Zach. Thanks again for taking time. And, uh, yeah, hopefully I'll get uh, out to West Central Minnesota and uh, connect with you at a sale or just out on the road sometime soon and catch up. Yeah, there you go. That'd be great. All right. Thanks, Zach. Yeah, thanks, Greg. Well, there you go, folks. I hope you enjoyed our program today, the story of Gray Duck Vodka using Minnesota corn grown in western Minnesota. I want to thank our guests, Jamie Connell, Chad Greenway, and, of course, our good friend uh, Zach Johnson, the Minnesota millennial farmer. Uh, Cool to hear how gray duck has grown in such a short period. And, boy, I tell you, they're on a great path. Uh, For more information, folks, just go to their website, grayduckspirits.com, and they have a great interactive map there. It shows you all the different places you can get your hands on a bottle of gray duck. Now... I'm not a huge drinker myself here, kind of situational, but I tell you, I have had a wee nip of Grey Duck, and it is smooth. It's good stuff, so check it out. Um, Now remember, you can hang out with me anytime, folks, at our website, machinerypeat.com, 100,000-plus items for sale there. And don't forget, if you yourself have an item or two for sale, we do have a new option. Just click on the Sell Mine link on the top of the website there, and you can list your equipment for sale. We'll... Get it out in front of tons of people all over the Internet. And don't forget our TV show, Saturday, 1230 on RFD TV, and also on 40-plus regional stations around the country. Check your local listings there. And on AgriTalk every Monday morning with my good friend Chip Flory. So until next time, folks, we will see you at the sales.